Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Claussen, and today I want to break down what ojas are. So ojas might be a term you maybe are familiar with or maybe have heard before, um, but I want to break it down and talk about it from an Ayurvedic lens. So ojas, it literally translates to our vital energy, and we all have an infinite amount of ojas each day. So it's something that you can replenish. It takes a while though to replenish. And I would like to start kind of by sharing how ojas gets depleted. Um, and this is kind of just a story um, that you might be able to relate to, or you're like, oh yeah, I can see like that our vital energy is being zapped potentially if this is kind of how your day flows. So here is a little story on how ojas can be depleted. So and on a daily basis. And so again, if you're thinking of this, if this is your day-to-day life on a, um, every single day, you can see why you might have low ojas. So that vital energy is not there because every day it's being depleted by just your daily life. So you wake up, um, only after six hours of sleep, you notice that you're running late to work. So you grab your coffee, a granola bar, and then you eat it in the car or maybe at your desk in the home office, Um, or maybe you just completely don't even have time to have that granola bar and you're just guzzling coffee all morning. You get to work, um, you start to put out fires and you realize that you're starving because that granola bar either didn't do the trick or you didn't even make time for it. So you head into the break room or the kitchen and you have a donut and more coffee. You're just craving sugar. You're craving energy. So you're just looking for fast things that are going to give you that quick burst of energy, even though, you know, it's going to deplete you. So you sit back down at your desk and you proceed to work until one, and now you're famished and you have so much more work to do that you eat in front of your computer. By midday, your energy is so low and you've barely taken 2000 steps. You had a good intention of going to the gym after work, but alas, you're exhausted. So you pick up dinner, um, take out on your way home for you and the family at the nearest drive-through. Everyone gets their meals. When you get home, the kids get their phones out. You sit in front of the TV and you're just tired to fight with everyone to get off their devices and have dinner as a family. Everyone is just tired. So by the time you get the kids to bed, you know, it's between eight and nine o'clock and you have more work to do. You work for another hour or so, but you still want some me time for you. So you proceed to watch TV. You lose track of time and you end up going to bed at midnight again. So that story is one that I think a lot of us can maybe relate to, or, you know, like, oh yeah, I've had days like that, or maybe you've had years like that, but that's where the ojas or that vital energy can be depleted. And there's so, I mean, you can be doing everything perfect. Um, you know, maybe when you're choosing to eat, like what you're eating, maybe you even squeeze in a workout, but this is your day-to-day life. You're not going to have much ojas left because workouts are actually can be depleting to your ojas. Um, because if you're doing the wrong type of workout, especially at the wrong time of the month for menstruating women, um, this can be something that really depletes you even more. And so that's why I'm really passionate about helping people understand kind of, I guess, what OJAs are, how to build them. And you can see how that day-to-day lifestyle really can affect you. And it makes sense why a lot of people that I, I mean, one of their, almost everyone's number one goal when they see me, you know, it's, Maybe it's to stop constipation or it's to fix a menstrual cycle issue, but then that usually the second or third goal they say is to have more energy. 
And so in Ayurveda, we're looking at your ojas. You want more ojas. You want that vital energy. So you're not having those crashes. So your lifestyle is not as hectic as that. Um, and some of it starts with making better choices. Sometimes we can control that. Sometimes we can't. Sometimes we get stuck in the, in the mode of like, I can't control this. Even though really, if we like took layers back, there are things that we could do um, to kind of tweak things around. But sometimes it just takes being radically honest with yourself to say, yeah, I'm not ready to make those changes yet. Or yeah, the goal is not that important. Um, or it takes that rock bottom moment. I just had this conversation. I went to a holistic um, event over the last week on summer solstice. And I was talking to some of our providers and I was like, how can we help people who might have that schedule um, not hit rock bottom? Is there a way we can help people before they hit that rock bottom, before they are like, yep, I have totally depleted. Um, maybe they've crashed and burned in some, whatever their rock bottom moment is for them. And, you know, we all kind of said, no, I mean, I think it's really hard to kind of get people uh, to, to really make those changes before that, that rock bottom moment hits. So if you're listening and maybe that's your lifestyle and you're like, yeah, I'm headed for that rock bottom moment. Um, how can you make some space for yourself? So you're not going to end up getting there, you know? And I think a lot of it is just intentional. You have to be intentional with what you're doing, what practices maybe that you've been avoiding or skipping, or you're saying you're too busy for now in that lifestyle, that's pretty hectic, but there are ways that you can kind of tweak that lifestyle around. So just from that example, um, let me just take this through. Like if I was coaching this person, here's some ideas that I'd have them start with. So first of all, like breakfast on the run, can we have something prepared ahead of time? Meaning, can you already know like Monday through Friday, this is the breakfast I'm having. I'm eating the same thing Monday through Friday. So that way we already take out that decision for the day. Um, I always like to make oatmeal bakes and then I have that for the week. So it's a great one, especially in the summer. Like you can make that on a Sunday and then you have it Monday through Friday. You just cut yourself off a little piece, reheat it and have that for breakfast. That's easy. You don't have to think about that. You don't have to make it fresh every morning. Um, though Ayurvedically, that would be great. But I know a lot of people, myself included, we don't have time to do that. So, um, you know, how can you make it simple for yourself? And that's one way. Um, okay, living off coffee. Can we strip that down a little? Do we have to have um, that third cup of coffee, that fourth cup of coffee? Can we have, you know, limit ourselves? Like, hey, I only have one to two cups a day. That's it. Um, and not go past that. So I know for myself, that is something that I was working on right now. I'm at zero cups. Um, I've cut back completely. And I will say I went through the headache that when I stopped again, um, but it feels great. Like I have that energy in the morning and I know it's true energy because it's not coming from my, my coffee or my caffeine in the morning. So I personally cut back. Um, and I know again, it's hard and I've done this many times, but there are times where I like to like, okay, let me strip coffee away. Let me be off of it for a week or two. This summer is a great time to kind of strip it away because it's already hot. It's really intensifying for the pitta dosha. So that's another reason I'm kind of stepping away from it right now. Um, then we go to work. So work fires. Sometimes you can't prevent those. Sometimes they're just, there's going to be days like that. But in this person's day, and in many of the people that I've worked with before, every day there's fires and hazards and it's busy. So knowing that ahead of time, you only can get so much done in a day. And so making sure like, okay, here's my devoted work hours. Maybe I don't want to, I don't want to bring work home every night. You know, do I have to? Sometimes, of course, there's going to be projects that you're going to have to do at home, but sometimes there's not. Sometimes you just are trying to get ahead, but there is no getting ahead. Like there's just always more work. And having worked at like the soccer academy that I worked at, 
um, there was always stuff to do. There was always more, you know, being a small business. And so I would try to get ahead just to end up, you know, with the CEO being like, here's some more for you to do, Andrea, because you're working really fast. And so sometimes that ends up, you know, biting you in the butt because you're like, okay, now they see that I can handle, they think I can handle more, but I really don't want to go at this blistering pace because it's burning me out. So let me even slow down my own work pace and just do it a little bit more thoroughly and, um, you know, provide more space there for myself. So sometimes it's some, something like that. Um, so again, the, the donut and the more coffee, if you've had that nice, delicious breakfast in the morning, hopefully that ties you over until lunch. Um, and then at lunch, can we, can you make space to sit away from your desk and eat? This is one that I always challenge my people who work in office jobs or even at home right now. Can we sit at the kitchen table? Can you sit away from your desk? You know, if you have a lunchroom in your office, can you sit somewhere else besides your desk? Because you're not going to be able to digest your food and digest what you're working on when you're doing both things at once. Another great idea would be, okay, I'm low on my steps after my lunch. Can I at least just take a hundred steps? I'm not even talking a 30 minute walk. I'm just talking a hundred steps. So maybe that kitchen that you walk to is a hundred steps away and you already have, Hey, I've already taken a hundred. I just need to walk the hundred back to my desk. Um, if you're at home and you don't have time to get outside around your block once, you know, walk around your house a few times, do a couple laps. So make it easy. So that way we're not trying to, um, you know, really overhaul everything overnight. And then the gym. So like, okay, I've had good intentions of going to the gym after work. It's not working. Is there a way that we can get the workouts in before work? Can you get that going early? Some people are early morning people. I know some people are not because when I trained split days, meaning I had some clients in the morning, some in the evenings, my evening people, most of them were not willing to do morning. Um, but when push comes to shove, when I had my son, um, I actually only did mornings. And so I had almost every single person who said they wouldn't do mornings switch to mornings. Um, all but one, one tried it, which couldn't quite get there. And so I found her a different trainer because it was just not going to work. And I couldn't do evenings and she just couldn't get herself to do mornings. And so I've had almost everyone though, be able to adjust. So even if you're saying to yourself, I am not a morning workout person, um, it takes, it takes time. It's going to take a few weeks, but maybe you can get that morning going. So that way you're not worrying or stressing yourself out. Plus then when you get home, you're already feeling depleted and defeated because you're like, Oh, skip the gym again. And then you go through a drive-through to grab fast food for the family. So now let's say, let's do, I like um, meal deliveries, especially during the week. So if you like to cook, I like to cook. So blue apron is the one that I've been using because at least I have four nights a week of like, here's what I'm going to make. They already have everything they're on together. I don't have to worry about going to the grocery store and finding the ingredients, making sure it stays fresh. And then, you know, we always have those weeks where we don't get to the meal planning we thought we would. And we end up throwing away food, all of that stuff. I don't worry about that with Blue Apron because it's only four meals and I know I will cook it within the week. So I have that taken care of. It tells me how long it's going to take. So it'll tell me like, maybe you only have 20, 30 minutes. You can just get the 20 to 30 minute meals um, and just throw those together. Your spouse could also help or if they are cooking, um, but just really figuring out how that can work for your family. And I know that's a big one for a lot of people, you know, that evening, if you're by yourself, it's going to be a little bit easier to be like, okay, what do I want? how can I have this set up? So I already know what I'm eating before I um, go into my evening. So that's why, again, I like that blue apron. I'm like, I have four choices. If my husband's home, I'll be like, which one do you want tonight? Great. I'll cook that one. Um, if it's just me and my son and my husband's going to eat after us at, you know, I, I decide what we're going to have, and then he'll have the leftovers when he gets home from work. So this is kind of how I set up our routine. And that might be something that you could find useful. 
Now the same thing with the devices. So I am a no device table, no TV, because again, it's better for digestion, Ayurvedically speaking. And then we kind of go around and do our rose, our thorn and something we're grateful for. So our rose is like our highlight of our day. Our thorn is something that maybe we wish would have went better. And then our, what we're grateful for that day. Um, and then bedtime, bedtime can be chaotic, especially if you have kids. So having that routine, so routine is key, not only for you, but for kids as well. So like if it's bath nights, if you do baths every night, if that's your thing, if it's, um, you know, maybe you do some reading, maybe you have like, my son gets his screen time. Um, usually he saves it right before bed. So he has this 30 minute window where he can have some screen time. So he usually will take it after dinner. So, you know, just having something set up where they know what's going on. That's, that's also key. So then you, once you put your kiddos to bed, um, you know, if you have kids can then have your, you time. So what does that look like for you? So hopefully it's not just like throw on the TV because you're so exhausted. Maybe it is something that's going to give you a little bit more juice, build up your ojas for the day. Maybe it's a meditation. Maybe it's a yoga practice. Um, maybe it's reading your book, whatever, something, um, that would really fill up your cup. That's how you're going to build up your ojas. So that's how I would kind of tweak that person's day. So what are some other ways then that we can build our ojas? So maybe you're feeling really depleted. How else can we build in these ojas throughout our day? Adding in nature into your day. So even if, if it means like parking farther away from work, um, if it means going out in your yard, watering flowers at lunchtime, um, you know, walking to your mailbox or a mailbox down the road from you, how can you build in that nature time? And then where can you build in your me time? So just as we talked about with finishing the day, that really can rejuvenate you or it can make you feel like you're not fulfilled. And we've all had that. I'm assuming we've all had this, but I know I have where I've been like, yeah, I feel like my cup is not being filled up. And then I look at what I'm doing and I'm like, yeah, TV doesn't necessarily always fill up my cup, especially if we're just kind of scrolling and we're trying just to find anything to watch. I'm like, is this really what I want to be doing with my time? No, you know, let me grab that book that I'm really loving right now, or let me grab that second meditation, you know, something else is going to be a little bit more, um, fun for myself. So that's how you can think about your, you time as well. Is it really filling up your cup and it might rotate seasonally laughter. So laughter helps build up the OJA. So making sure you make time for your close friends, um, your partner, your kids, just having some fun and laughing with people activities that make you happy. So this is why I'm a big fan of my 10 minute Ayurvedic um, medicine, because I like to kind of have that wheel. So it's something that I kind of created now, probably five years ago, but it's based on time of day. And it's just little ways that I can take care of myself depending on the time of day. So between, let's say, well, we'll start with six to 10. So between six and 10 AM, that's my time for my morning routine. So my meditation, my pranayama, my yoga. Between 10 and two, that's my time where I usually like to take the dogs for a walk. After I have dinner, um, I go out in my garden. Um, I lay on my trampoline. That's been my summer thing, getting another meditation in. And then I bring out um, a book that I'm reading for. So I have like my workbooks where I'm just kind of like learning more about Ayurveda, learning more about yoga. And then I have my for fun, my fiction books that I'll read before bed. So I bring out my more workbooks during the afternoon because it's still those pitta time and I want to absorb what I'm learning. And then between two and 6 PM, those are going to be your, um, you know, more chill time. So it's the, that's that Vata time. So how can I ground back down for me? That's the time where I'm cooking dinner. And I, again, I really enjoy cooking. So that's something that I look forward to, to just kind of ground down and, um, cook the food. So that's kind of my activity between two and six, because right now in the summer. 
I'm also picking up my son from 2.30 to 4, basically, um, across town through traffic. So it's kind of like, hey, let me turn up podcast. That also is kind of my me time at that time right now. And again, that will change once, you know, the fall hits that that me time will look different. Um, Creativity. So how can you add more creative practices into your life? Maybe you are an artistic person, but you've gotten away from it. Um, Can you add in coloring books? Can you add in pottery? Maybe it's uh, a weekend class. So how can you add in that creativity? Sleeping, sleeping seven to eight hours a night. So making sure you set your bedtime and you stick to it. That's going to help build up those ojas. Foods that increase ojas are honey, dates, almonds. Usually soaked almonds are going to be best because it's easier to digest. Um, Coconuts, avocado, and ghee. So my go-to is I always cook. Right now I'm doing an egg and then on a little um, half bagel and throwing some um, greens on top from my garden. So I cook my egg and ghee. And so I'm always making sure I'm starting my day with some ojas building um, vitality foods and then snacking on a date, you know, mid-afternoon. And then oiling your skin inside and out, cooking with oils. So cooking with those avocado oils, cooking with the ghee, um, cooking with sesame. So, and then making sure you're putting it on your skin. So sesame oil is the universal um, tridoshic oil that you can use to help with all three doshas. So making sure that you're having that time to just build up that juicy ojas um, and making it luxurious for yourself. So those are ways that you can kind of build up ojas. And um, I, I would love if you would incorporate just one of those practices. That's kind of my challenge to you this week is maybe you look at your own schedule and see how you can tweak to build your ojas or incorporate one of these new um, building ojas practices into your schedule. So I just have one final, um, I guess, news news or noteworthy thing. I'm actually running a retreat. I am very excited um, this fall. So I'm running an Ayurvedic retreat, a one-day retreat in Minnesota. It's uh, in Cannon Falls, which is about 45 minutes um, south of the Twin Cities. And it's on September 11th, and it's from 9 to 5. And it's going to be all about um, pacifying that vata dosha. So I'm really stoked for this. I already have people signed up. Um, and we are doing it at this beautiful farmhouse inn, and we are going to be doing, um, catered lunch from a local town or a local, uh, cafe down there. And they have all locally sourced foods from farmers. So I'm super stoked about that. I've had their food at their little cafe. And then I saw they did catering and I was like, well, I would love if you could do the, my retreat. And they agreed and we made it some Ayurvedic meal plan for us. And so we're going to have that, um, we're going to have a yoga practice. We're going to do a guided meditation, I'm going to give you Ayurvedic practices that you're going to be able to implement all fall season. So you stay grounded because typically what I see going into that fall season, especially right when we're doing this retreat, right at the start of September, a perfect time to kind of take care of those, that Vata energy is the swirlingness of school starting. And so if we're not taking care of ourselves in the summer, what happens is that Vata gets really disturbed and we feel really scattered, overwhelmed, burnt out, you know, come, you know, September 6th, like we're just host. And so this is why I wanted to run this retreat is to make sure that we're, we're building up practices. Like let's not go all the way through September feeling like, uh, you know, we're just running all over the place and we can't kind of ground down into our bodies. So I want to give those practices right away to start, start off the fall season. Um, so you're, you're feeling embodied, you're feeling really present in your life. So I'm super stoked about that. If you're interested, head to my website, it's right on my homepage, um, at andreaclawson.com. Um, and you can find it. It's called the Inner Wisdom Ayurvedic Retreat. So I'm so stoked. If you have questions about it, 
send me an email. Um, if you're listening and you want to join before July 12th, you can use the discount code newsletter and receive $25 off of your, um, after the cost of the retreat. So, and I do have nights available. So if you want to spend the night, either the Saturday before or the Sunday after the retreat, those are available. I do have some loose programming scheduled for those nights. So if you are spending the night, we're going to do a full moon circle Saturday night. And then Sunday, I'm going to take you out on my favorite nature trail. Um, and if you follow me on Instagram, I show, um, myself out there quite often. So I'll show you my favorite trail and we'll get to do a little fun activity out at my favorite, um, kind of open area right by the river. So, all right. I'm super excited about that. If you're, if you're really feeling that as well, um, come and join me. I'm really, really, really excited for this, excited to get out there and back in person with people. Um, and it's, there's going to be space where you're going to connect with the other people at the retreat. Cause I think that's something else that we're really craving is that connection with other people. Um, and maybe you need space. There'll be time for that as well. Like, I'm not going to mandate you have to talk to others. Like there's going to be space where you can walk around the farm and, um, you know, just journal or sit quietly, meditate by yourself for a few minutes. So, all right. If that sounds interesting, um, definitely check that out, but thank you all so much and go out there and spread your peaceful power.